You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast powered by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young. We are here with our favorite co-host, DC Lucchese, and we are here with Manny Ohome from Samaritan's Feet. Now, when you're getting ready to leave your house in the morning, you grab your phone, keys, your watch, your wallet. For the sneakerheads and fashion-forward folks among us, your shoe choice is probably also at the forefront of your mind. But have you ever had to think about whether or not you would have shoes to wear? There are millions of people around the world right now that live in that reality, whole communities that do not have shoes. And our next guest is on a mission to change that. We are so excited to have Manny, who is the co-founder of Samaritan's Feet, here on this episode of the Brand Builders Podcast to talk about what they're doing, the amazing impact they're having, and how they're going to support people around the world. Thank you, Manny, so much for joining us on this episode of the Brand Builders Podcast. Man, thank you for having me, man. What a blessing to be here with you guys today. You're too kind. Great to see you, man. So let's talk about it. Let's talk a little bit about, you know, Samaritan's Feet. Why shoes? Tell us how this started. Um, You know, how did you really go around giving away your first pair of shoes? And uh, and let's kick this thing off. Well, it's crazy. You can tell from my accent. I'm not from Charlotte originally. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, but there's people that are not from Charlotte? (laughs) You know, I'm from Nigeria. Okay. You know, at the age of nine, my responsibility is to help my mom go sell water and soft drinks at park. I showed up at a park one day, and this, this group of people, man, they're all these kids, man. They were gathering on this basketball court, you know, dribbling balls. See, mm. I grew up in Nigeria. Everything is round and bounce. We kick them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they were dribbling these balls, and, and they were having so much fun. And, and I put my basket of water down and soft drinks, and, and I'm watching them, man. And the little kid that would just want to be up about what all the kids were doing, I want to join them. But they looked at me, they said, hey, man, come on, you street merchant, go sell your soft drink, go sell your water. They shooed me away. And I stood on the side and I was watching this kid having so much fun. And all of a sudden, how Providence would have one of the little balls just rolled around the corner, right by the tree, by where I was standing. I quickly ran, grabbed that little ball, ran back, and snuck in and joined him. Then we started dribbling the ball and passing the ball and shooting the ball. In the middle of this craziness, this guy called Dave from Wisconsin, he said, we're going to have a shooting competition. <laughs> and he said, the price for the winner is going to be a new pair of shoes. That place went nuts. I mean, you've got to realize when you grew up in a place like Lagos, mm-hmm. eh, when your parents live on less than a dollar a day, a pair of tennis shoes like Mercedes-Benz, every right. kid they want to get picked. Screaming, pick me, pick me, pick me. I was one of the few that got picked that day. Never played basketball in my life. I truly, truly believe that the Angels was working overtime because the shot I took in went in. <laughs> I ended up winning the competition. And you never played basketball before? Never played basketball in my life. That's the Lord right there. I'm I'm telling you, you know, so I I ended up becoming the first person, not just my family, but my community owner of a pair of tennis shoes. Crazy. And and, and this guy called me to the front. And it presented me the shoes, man. You should have seen the smile on my face. And and as I was going to take up, this guy grabbed me by my shoulder and said, son, just because all you see around you is poverty doesn't mean the God of the universe forgotten about you. He said, son, keep dreaming and keep dreaming big. Mm-hmm. After I finished speaking, I took off. I ran so fast, I forgot my basket of water and softness. <laughs> you know, it was crazy. I, I, I showed up at home. My mama looked at me and said, son, where's my water? I said, mama, check out my shoes. And she was so excited for me. About three minutes later, mm-hmm. she said, son, you better go bring my water back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So right. I ran all the way back there. And, and, and all I could think about, man, I hope this basket was there. But it was there. I, and, and so I came back home. But my home life was very tough. It was crazy. My father struggled with a lot of alcohol, addicted to a number of different things. And, and when he, when those things 
things happen to people that has addictive personality. The ones that are closest to them are the ones that they hurt the most. So all mm -hmm. I ever heard from my father is that I'll never amount to much. He'll beat me, see a bunch of mean and evil things. But but I was just always so proud of my mom because she always came to my defense. And and she, and she, she would tell my dad, and never say those kind of mean and evil things to that boy because that boy was created for greatness. You know, so sometimes I'll go to my mom and say, Mama, why do we have to then live so poor? Why do we have to live like this? You know, we have this little window in my little living room where I live. You know, we have, you know, five sisters and, and two brothers and, and 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 all of us plus two, three, two, two uncles and an aunts. All of us live in this two bedroom. And I go to my mom and I say, Mom, you know, why do we have to live so poor? And, and this woman was so wise. And she says, son, I want to look outside. And she said, what do you see? And I said, Mama, I see trees. No, son, son, you're not looking high. No, look higher and tell me, son, what do you see? And I said, Mama, I see birds. I said, son, I'll tell you what, you're not looking high enough. Look much higher. Tell me what you see. And I said, Mama, I see the clouds. And they said, son, you ever wonder why God created the sky? And I look at her, I said, son, Mama, I know, Mom. And she says, so poor boys like you can dream. I realized I said, never, never make excuse for life. He said, just because today may be a crappy day doesn't mean tomorrow I'm going to be a great day. But as long as my God is on the trans son, you can do all things. So I started believing what she said. I started playing basketball. So one day I went to my coach after my junior year. I said, coach, man, I, I believe I'm supposed to go play basketball in America. And he looked at me and he laughed. <laughs> <laughs> he said, son, you're not big enough, you're not fast enough, and you're not quick enough. Man, he was the greatest encourager I've ever met. He said, man, what makes you think you can get a scholarship in America? Mm. I said, coach, I don't know, but I'm willing to try. He said, man, you got balls. He said, he said, he said, man, but, but, but because of your confidence, I'm willing to help you. But I, I doubt if anybody's going to give you a scholarship, but I'll give you some schools. You write them letters. Mm -hmm. And if anybody responds to you, I'll write you a letter of reference. So that's all I need. I wrote letters to schools in America. I ended up getting five scholarship offers. He never wrote that letter of reference, but I'm here today. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> you know, but it was so cool. So I didn't know much about America. I've heard about New York. I heard about Los Angeles and I heard about Houston, Texas. I said, I picked the school with the best-looking brochure. Guess where I picked? The University of North Dakota in Lake Region. <laughs> I, sh I showed up in North Dakota. I said, I've done something wrong with God, man. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, you know, like, coldest place in the world. But, but best decision of my life, man. I end up meeting my bride there, and great things happen. Great student, always going so well. I transferred from that school to another school in Minnesota because I thought I was going to go run the UN food program. But eventually, guess what happened? I went and got my master's. I was selected to go to this conference in San Diego. True story. It's pretty crazy. I remember landing in San Diego. I said, man, God, why wasn't this one of my options? <laughs> this is where I belong. Yeah. You know, but it was so crazy. I met this gentleman from Charlotte, North Carolina mm -hmm. called Patrick Tin. He ran a software company here. Mm -hmm. And he approached me. He said, I heard you're one of the top students in the country in your program. So I'd like to fly to this place called Charlotte. I said, where's Charlotte? So why are you asking me that question? I said, the last time I didn't ask that question, I showed up enough. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you flew me to Charlotte, and uh, I accepted a position, and uh, it was pretty amazing. And um, I joined them, and, and after a few years, you know, I started living my dream. My father got real sick. And, um, you know, I always tell people every time I speak, so in life, we always get the chance to make your choices, but seldom will you ever get to pick your consequences. And my father's choice eventually caught up to him. He was diagnosed with cirrhosis liver, and my father ended up dying. He ended up dying, and uh, I had to go back to Africa, and I went and buried him. And I remember walking into my home in Nigeria, and, and I forgot how poor I really was. It was so bad I couldn't even use the bathroom in my own house. I had to go across the street to that park where I used to go sell water. And I remember coming out, and I looked on this horizon. I saw all these kids with no shoes, with no hope. And that's when I said, what if I can start coming to help kids like this? Then I learned that over 300 million kids wake up in Africa every day with no shoes on their feet. I learned that 1.5 billion with a B 
mm-hmm. were infected with diseases because they didn't have shoes. I said, somebody ought to do something about it. Mm-hmm. Be careful when you say somebody right, because that like, finger's pointing oh. right back at you. Mm-hmm. Came back to America. Five years later, my wife, I left the software business. My wife left the, uh, the travel business. So we started this organization called Samaritan's Feet with a vision to go put shoes in the feet of 10 million kids. We said, we're just not going to give them shoes. You know, we're going to band it there. We're going to treat them because part of our mission was to inspire hope. And the hope for us is about helping take care of their health, creating opportunity, advocating for peace, and creating education. Well, guess what? In 19 years, we've served almost 9 million people in over 108 countries. You know, we now serve kids in over 44 U.S. states, 530 U.S. cities. We now align ourselves with major corporations from, you know, like uh, from the tourists of the world to to the Coca-Colas of the world because they're leveraging Samaritan's Fit as a calling card to help empire hope and then engage your associates who can do some great things. So so from universities, you've seen it with the NFL guys, the NBA guys, and all these guys, because they realize the greatest people in the world are the servants. So we've created the platform that allows them to serve while treating, while healing, while bringing hope to people worldwide. Yeah, amazing. I, now I, knew, I Like I said, I knew your story already, and, but I'd never heard that story about your mom telling about the clouds. That's amazing, man. Amazing. Thank you, Ben. I appreciate <laughs> and you're, that. And you're still in Charlotte, right? Yes, I so, am. And this whole, this whole operation is touching millions and millions of people all over the globe, Right here in Charlotte. Right here in Charlotte. Yeah. We actually we just moved into our brand new six and acre campus mm-hmm. right there on, on the other side of Hoptown, Charlotte. It's crazy. We acquired that. We moved in there last year because our vision was we need to be able to have a place where we can actually yeah. have capacity to impact at least a million people a year. You know, it's a crazy. Mm-hmm. We're actually doing this project right now where we're serving over 30,000 people over the next 60 days across North Carolina alone because people don't realize yeah. this. Parents got to decide, do I have money to buy medication? Do I can I buy grocery? Or do I provide shoes? And when you got kids coming to schools with our shoes that are sometimes two, three, four sizes too small with no dignity, people picking on them, yeah. bullying them because boys are wearing girls' shoes. I mean, holes on their feet. You think this only happened in Nigeria or Haiti yeah. or in India? It's happening right here in Charlotte. It's happening in LA. It's happening in Memphis. Sure. It's happening in Nashville. So part of what we're trying to do here is actually our headquarters, actually a trifecta. We have it as our headquarters. It also doubles us as, as actual volunteer centers. So mm-hmm. hundreds of people come in there every day from Monday through Saturday. But also it's actually a pretty cool place for education. We actually call it that Samaritan Fit IMAX, our immersive <laughs> experience that allows people to come to step into the reality of the why, why we give shoes. Yeah. Because when we look at who Samaritan's Fit today, it's bigger than just providing shoes for kids to go to school, but we actually preventing diseases. Six years ago, we invented this world shoe, the first of its kind in the world. It's actually, mm-hmm. it's a shoe that's actually have, you know, healing prop. Well, I can't say healing properties because then all bunch of people will come after me. But I can say, <laughs> but, but I can say it's actually preventive. a disease. A preventive disease fighting, you know, yeah. footwear. It's a prophylactic. It's got an active antimicrobial. Mm-hmm. It's also eco-friendly. So it's got this eco-pure biodegradable property. So at the end of the shelf life of that shoe, we can bury that shoe within 15 and 20 years. It biodegrades. It's think about that, you know, places like Ethiopia, they have this botoconiosis problems all across the world. They have this different type of foodborne related illnesses. We now have the opportunity to not just provide Mm -hmm. shoes for kids to go to school, but also be able to be able to treat some of them, prevent some of these diseases. But the cool things also serve as a platform to be able to administer a bunch of other unique things. So so we partner with healthcare systems to be able to administer different types of vaccines while kids come out to get shoes. So it's a pretty powerful thing to think about a kid that used to used to see on Discovery Channel selling water and sufferings. It's now impacting kids worldwide. And that's the beauty of what Samaritan is all about. You have, uh, and I would love everybody to go to SamaritansFeet.org. And uh, one of the things that I'd love for you to click on, if, and not when you're driving, but when you get someplace, <laughs> is 
is there there are work and impact and looking at literally the globe of every country it is fascinating how many of those are highlighted you have to be so proud i mean there's not many countries on here that aren't highlighted. That's all I'm going to say. Like, and, and this, I mean, this is like literally every continent except Antarctica. Right? I, I mean, it's if you can get shoes there, that's a whole nother story. Well, right? And it's incredible. Like, it's incredible what you've been able to do in 19 years. And, and just from your story, I, I mean, this might be one of the best stories I've ever heard. Oh, thank you. I mean, I mean but, but it, takes, it takes a village. It takes a tribe. It takes a community. We, we didn't get to where we played. We are today by ourselves. I always tell people all the time, so success is not a solo venture. Mm -hmm. You know, it takes people. But one thing I always remind people, when you get to the peak of your success, mm -hmm. remember to send down the elevator because somebody was somewhere along the path that helped get you to where you are. Yeah. And I'm one of those people. Somebody impacted my life. Mm -hmm. Give me a pair of shoes. I was blessed to have a great education. I was blessed to be in the technology business. I was blessed to be called to go live my life and give my life yeah. away. I know there's somebody listening here today that's been uberly blessed. I've got everything. The question is, what are yeah. you doing with your success you know what do you what what, what how would the world remember you you know what would be you know so that's that's why i live my life everything to remind people that you're not here by accident the pain can become the conduit to help propel you to the greatest yeah. solution it can bring contribution to the world do something live the world better than you found it you know what i'm saying dude Amen. i remember 15 years ago it's, it's probably about 15 years ago the first time i met manny when i mean so the, the samaritan was Barely off the ground. I mean, it is new at this point. It's a couple of years old. It is at least 15 years ago. And all the running stores, you know, had a you know, bin or a box or something like that where they were collecting old shoes. And I was like, what's this guy doing? Man? And he came in. I remember I met you. You came into the store. You came into the Run for Your Life. I happened yep. to be there that day. Uh, and you're grabbing all these bags full of shoes. And, you're like, and all these shoes are going to people. All I'm like, I never even thought about that. No, never man. Even, I mean, I'm like. Wow, and this was what? Like I said, this was easily fifteen years. Ago. Got, it's got to be. It's got. I mean, but but if the think yeah. about that when we started, we actually started. I remember when we first started. My wife actually kicked me out of my garage because I was using my garage, <laughs> my warehouse. You know, because we were using the washing machine yeah. to wash the shoes. And 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 then I learned one thing a long time ago yeah. that gently using North Carolina doesn't mean gently using New York City. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We have well, that North Carolina yeah. clay. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, but 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 the blessing about yeah. partnerships like that it creates avenues for people that has zero shoe and you should see the joy on their faces when they get their first pair of shoes but bigger than the pair of shoes how yeah. we go about providing them the shoes because before they receive the shoes our volunteers people like steve smith or d'angelo williams all these guys will humble themselves and wash the recipient's feet yeah. ask them what their dreams what they want to do and if they don't even have opportunities sometimes we help provide that opportunity for them to yeah. go to school but the most beautiful thing we get to prevent disease we get to give them access to go to school but the beauty of what's the is all about it's actually creating opportunities and inspiring hope yeah man so it's pretty amazing on your website you have a lot of ways that people can get involved um which is is amazing i mean this is literally exactly what you need to do whether it's volunteering sponsoring mission trips shoe drives special events and then really what you guys are looking for from special group programs whether that's sports brand partnerships seniors hope givers woman ambassadors you've kind of nailed it right there but tell us, what do you need not only from this community? What are you looking for from people that will be listening to this podcast and how can they support you the best way? When I tell people all the time, you know, when was the last time you walk into Dick's and for 25 bucks, you can change your life. But for 25 bucks, we can provide a child anywhere in the world a hope to that has a brand new pair of shoes 
that has a brand new pair of socks, that has a hygiene kit, that has a message of hope tailored, written for somebody specifically that cares about that child, mm -hmm. a hope note, that has a message that teaches that kid to be kind, that has yeah. a message to remind them in this crazy healthcare where we're living, how to stay healthy. And then, then be able to then have somebody on your behalf for 25 bucks, go travel, maybe to somewhere in West Virginia, all the way to Calcutta, India, to go humble themselves and wash that kid's feet and remind them and say, man, there was this brother down in Charlotte, North Carolina that has a hope for your life. He told me to come present this to you. How can, you know, we're trying to serve yeah. a million people like that this year. How can you join us? How can you come and bring your family, bring your friends, bring your corporation, bring your yeah. church, bring your civic group to come have a day of service at our warehouse? I mean, over 80,000 square foot of space, right? You can come and we'll put you to work. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, I'm telling you, we're trying to, we're trying to process and we, we're trying to get at least five, six containers out every single month. You can be a part of that. You can sponsor a container. Mm -hmm. You can sponsor a Title I school in Charlotte, across the Carolinas, around the country, around the world. You know, we now have this stuff called our shoe lockers because because of the COVID a few years ago, because you can't just go into some of these schools like we're yeah. used to anymore. Yeah. But now we created this idea, pre-innovative, called our shoe lockers, where a company, a family, a foundation, individual can actually sponsor that Title I school. And we can actually have on campus 200 pairs of shoes and this locker that has this hope totes and their teachers, their guidance counselors, their principal, anybody when they see a kid that comes in with a big name mm -hmm. can put them aside discreetly love on them, encourage them, inspire them. And then that happens because somebody can do a fundraiser for 5,000 bucks and put a locker in that school. We got over 100 schools around this region that needs that locker. You can join us, help be a part of that. That's 100 schools in this region? In this, I mean, I'm telling you, all the way from, you know, all the way from Chester, to all the way to the other side of like Cabarrus County. I mean, you I That's mean, the, not a big region, you know, man. That's a lot of schools. Yeah. Good <laughs> but grief. But, but the, now multiply that yeah. across the country. Good grief. You know, the need yeah. is unbelievable. I mean, we, we, we're saying we're going to hit, we're going to serve a 10 million person coming up here. Yeah. And we're looking at the fact that there's over a billion that we can impact. And now with this new world shoe, what mm -hmm. we can do is going to be a million. I mean, we're now thinking about how do we move from just yeah. providing humanitarian assistance mm -hmm to now being able to establish a potential manufacturing facility somewhere in the developing world where we can create jobs, where we can inspire hope Crazy while man. still meeting needs. Yeah. And it can all be possible. So if, you, if you're here today listening to me saying, I'm gonna have this idea, how can I, man, pour yourself into it, make sure your vision is big enough for others to join and I promise you, you'll see that vision become reality. <laughs> I love it. I love your energy. I love everything about this. Honestly, this is incredible. I want to talk about, and, and this is something that's interesting. I, I have, um, it, it's kind of the common theme for me, I think, on this podcast to talk about people in America that complain about things that are not worth complaining about, that don't understand how lucky they truly have it, that that the things that they think are, you know, stressful or tough ain't tough at all compared to what most people go through in this world. And, you know, I was lucky that I grew up in a family of faith and, and through that got the opportunity to do a lot of mission work, got to go to different countries. And that really gave me a perspective of what other people live through or go through or, or what they don't have. You know, now the biggest complaint is my Wi-Fi doesn't work. <laughs> you know, like we're talking about people that don't have shoes and you're talking about your Wi-Fi doesn't work, right? Put that into perspective. Yeah. But you guys do an amazing job of getting people involved through mission trips. And one thing that me and my wife have talked about 
is I want my children to be able to go experience that, right? Go to different parts of the world and to give back. Not everything's a vacation. Some of the best vacations are ones that you're actually giving back and not just trying to to go enjoy it. And, and you'll probably learn a lot more and it'll make you a better person. Tell me about what you've done because I've just looked at your mission trips right now and you got them all over the world. There's probably 15 left that are scheduled for this year that people can sign up for, get involved. Tell us about how that's come together and then how people can sign up for that because donating shoes, amazing. Giving money, amazing. Going one of these trips, life-changing. It'll change your life. I tell Man. people all the time that service to others emancipates humanity from the dungeon of themselves. Because humanity is just, we wired selfish. We think about ourselves. It's all about us. But the moment that you can actually be so selfless, you put yourself and invest in yourself, that's an investment that will change yeah. not just your life, but the next generation. I promise you, you say, you, you want to see your life get messed up? Come go on a Samaritan mission trip. You know, I, you can go in any one of 15 to 20 of them. You can actually sign up. You get the chance to go and see the reality of how people truly, I love the way you put it. You know, we we, we complain about our wife. And I, I, we do too. I got four kids, man. So, you know, like I said, but you, I used to sleep on the bed. I mean, me and the cockroaches used to know each other on the first name basis where I grew up in, you know, but, 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 but their world is so different because we are so blessed being Americans. And I said, when you can remove yourself and go make it about others and you go serve and you get to hear their story, maybe it's Haiti, maybe it's somewhere yeah. on the other side, you know, of Somalia, maybe it's on the other side of, of Djibouti, maybe it's, maybe it's even a friendlier place. Maybe you go to Greece, you know, where you can yeah. work with refugees, but I promise you one thing, you think you're going there to bless them? Oh man, your world's about to change because when you get to see him, you get to realize how blessed you really are. I said, what am I complaining about? I mean, I, I get yeah. the chance to watch this. I mean, you go to a place like Ethiopia, they have this condition called, you know, like it's called podoconiosis. It's a non filarial type of elephantiasis because many of them actually work in agrarian community yeah. and silica is the soil. Ever walk in silica for more than an hour? It attacks your soul, eats away at your nerve. It's that eating away at the flesh and your feet blows up to sometimes two, four, the natural size of the bus. It's smelling. Their feet, I mean, you've seen elephantitis. That's exactly yeah, yeah, what yeah. it is. You know, the solution is shoes. And you realize, man, I can change that person. Like if that father doesn't work, his kids can't eat. They can't go to school because yeah. of something that's a fashion accessory for us in the United States can change somebody's trajectory and change their life. That's what that will do for you. Come back and get fired up. How can yeah. I get my company? How can I get my church? How can I get my synagogue? How can I get my friends involved so I can adopt that country? That's why women ambassadors go on missions. That's why guys go. That's why corporations, even we have a few companies yeah. where they actually make this part of their benefit to direct level and above said you want to do team building come go to dr you know yeah. come go to brazil come go to guatemala and go serve together because that bonds you and when you come back you need it at the heart uh, your life would never be the same i tell people you get messed up for <laughs> messed up, messed in up. Right. yeah right. but it's like in a world I'm talking about the wi-fi thing in a world where we are allegedly so connected how can we possibly be so disconnected from the reality that is other people's lives. That's fascinating to me. Fascinating to me. You know, but but I think sometimes most people don't know, right? It's our job to help amplify. That's the beauty of what you guys are helping us do because because they don't know. Once they know in this, they, they hit the pause button. Man, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know people like that. But dying. dang it, man, it's like, it's like I, I can guarantee you, I could walk down the street, I could swing a three-foot pole and hit... 31 people who know what the heck the Kardashians are up to. They do. <laughs> but it's like, so how the heck do we all know about that? But 
and that's a family of I don't know how many people. <laughs> and, and you're talking about billions of people that have a need that it's like, how the hell do I not know about that? Exactly. 1.5 billion, according to the World Health Organization, worldwide infected with preventable, what Amazing. we call neglected tropical disease. Right. And why that's popular is because it's a disease of the poor. The pharmaceutical yeah. companies can yeah. make money from something where they can recoup their return on investment. So it has to be people right. like you and I that has a heart to say, man, that's an injustice. You know, you know, just because of their postal code or their zip code doesn't mean they shouldn't also have the possibility or the opportunity to be able to live this stuff that we call the dream. And part of our job is to stop. It's just why I love this very famous story. I mean, we talk about, we, we call mm -hmm. people that do good, good Samaritan. But that story actually came from somebody that saw a need yeah. and paused and waited and did something changed that person's life, but also spoke something that was very powerful because that guy that they became an interruptible reconciler. Hey, here's a Samaritan pausing to help a Jewish brother. I mean, yeah. that don't happen in that kind of world. Right, exactly. But why can we do the same thing yeah. today? That's why Samaritan's feet actually part of our peace that actually began like in Zimbabwe years ago. And then we went on to Burundi where the Hutus and Tutsi used to kill each other. The president of that country invited us. He said, really? man, on my watch, right, on their watch, he said he wanted people that used to kill each other to wash each other's feet as a symbol of peace, provide them a new pair of shoes. And every time I see that shoe, I remember that I made a covenant between my fellow men and my creator that I would live in peace. Because of that act, you should see thousands. Actually, the UN gave him and his wife an award that we went to the UN. I was pinching myself. What the heck is this? <laughs> what a boy doing in the United Nations? You know what I'm saying? You know, but, but, but that's the reality. When you choose to live for others, it's amazing the company you find yourself walking in. So I, I want to ask you this question on your LinkedIn. You have a, a picture of you with a lion. <laughs> Now, is this your pet lion? No, he's not my pet oh, lion. Oh, <laughs> you know, it's crazy. You know, so so we have an office in South Africa. We have eight offices around the world. South Africa is one of my favorite places. So we we went to this other place on the outside of Johannesburg. It's, it's actually this game reserve. It's pretty crazy. Um, we, we brought some of our, our, our team members actually on that trip. I didn't realize. They said the leader has to hold the tail of the lion. I said, oh, crap. You know? <laughs> You know, so you know, you know, we walked in and and, and you see all this lion and, and you've got a you know one of those guys with a gun sitting way up there and these guys are holding sticks and and, and the, the lions are rubbing their stuff against you. So you that's why you saw me wearing the glasses because this sends fear. So I'm like that that lion looking at my eyes because you don't know what I'm going through. So I'm, I'm walking and then handed the tail of that lion to me. Hey, I just about peed in my pants. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like walking. And one of them came and rubbed his shoulder right next to me. I was like, and it's, it's, oh, I, I'm about to send you some extra pictures because oh, actually yeah. you walked them and then you stayed and you took a picture with this lion. And it was one of the most exhilarating, but also one of the most fearful things I've ever done. And the funny thing is, I remember when my mom saw that picture, she said, man, you got way too much joy because what the heck are you doing with a lion in the day? And he said, I don't know what I'm doing either, but man, I wish I wasn't here. But once they opened that door and I flew out, I said, thank you, Jesus, I'm free. <laughs> That pi that picture does not look like you're scared at all. It looks like this is this is your baby lion and you're chilling. Exactly. Um, We're just visiting. Good yeah, Manny, this has been incredible. I, I love the passion. I love just your entire story. And I said this previously, this might be one of the best stories I've ever heard because you have, have from where you came from to now, and, and you I always talk about this, like people talk a lot, but it's like you putting something into action is totally different, right? And so you should be so proud of yourself. But 
what I want to ask you is like, what, what's what's next? You mentioned nine million, you know, people. You've been around for for nineteen years. You mentioned one point five billion people that get disease without having you know shoes, basically that come through their feet. What's the what's the goal? What's five? What's ten years down the road? Tell us about what your your vision is and what keeps you going every single day. Uh, you know, I, you know, I I know probably in the next few months we'll serve our ten million recipient. And, and that's going to be a crazy day for me because oh I gosh, know, I mean, yeah. because I still remember telling one of my dear friends, I'm, I'll keep his name off of here as a former NFL player that played for the Panthers. I remember going to tell him that I, I want to go put shoes on 10 million. He looked at me and said, this sounds ridiculous. You know what that <laughs> <million> is? <laughs> I said, I don't know either, but I know yeah, I'm willing yeah. to try. You know, but it's crazy now. I, I can't wait for him and I to go serve that 10 million person awesome. to know that, you know, make sure your vision and dream is so audacious, man, that when you accomplish, you know, you can't take credit for it because it takes the whole tribe. But what's next for us? After we serve that 10 million, we've been asking ourselves, if we don't care who gets credit, how much good can we do in the world? Mm -hmm. And that's where we work mm -hmm. into what's next. That's why we are now in the process of evaluating. We've, we've actually identified Ghana in East Africa, Rwanda, in sorry, Ghana in West Africa, Rwanda in East Africa, mm -hmm. South Africa in Southern Africa, probably Guatemala and India as our next phase for us to establish manufacturing facilities. Because we believe the true next level to be able to create a fully sustainable nonprofit that allows us. I tell people I'm a professional beggar. I've been begging for 20 years, <laughs> but I, but I, but but I, I'm looking for an opportunity to create a sustainable economic vehicle that right. allows us to do good while also ensuring that we're not professional beggars. We're creating an avenue that also create economic development in this country where people wake up every day with dignity, saying the greatest good we can do as a nonprofit is when we create jobs. For, for everyone that works at that factory, it's impacting seven to 10 people. That changes yeah. life. That changes generation. That's where we're going next. And we're looking at probably Ghana over the next 12 months, God willing, to be one of our first ones. And we we we, we raising the funds. We got a, you know, like a, 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 some of the resources we're trying to put around that to create investors to be able to do that. And then creating this 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 world shoe fund, this fund that allows us to actually yeah. eradicate foodborne disease in our lifetime. Mm -hmm. Partner with other agencies and collaborators that can work with us. Like in October, we started this project in Ghana. I mean, people don't realize it. You know, one of the leading causes of death in Ghana today is actually cervical cancer infecting young girls and young boys because mm. HPV vaccine costs somewhere in the neighborhood of $200 over there to get. Oh, good Lord. And, and $200, that's a salary for their parents for the year. So kids are dying in record numbers. So we've teamed up with this healthcare group actually out of Sioux Falls, so mm -hmm. called Sanford Health. We actually using Samaritan's Feet as a delivery platform because Many of these people create all this, you know, vaccines and different things, but these people don't want to take them because they don't trust them. But because we built this right. trust equity, mm -hmm. we come into their schools, they want the shoes. But before they get the shoes, we want to save your life as well. Would you mind, let's tell you the benefit of this HPV, because when you do, it saves your life. Now we can use Samaritan's yeah. Fee World Shoe Wash and Wear program as a platform, not just to administer things like, you know, HPV for cervical cancer prevention, but also deworming medicine. Maybe it's the eyes, maybe it's the tooth. Maybe it's the ears. Maybe it's mental health. Whatever it is, now we can become a, a supply chain because we've figured out how yeah. to take care of the last mile. Now let's create this platform that can truly heal and change generations to come. Now we can go serve the next 20, 30, 50, 100 million, close to a billion because now we have a tool to give as a gift to the world. How can we together come together to help change the world? Dang. Unbelievable. <laughs> um, I mean, that... It, it, Unbelievable. I, I don't even have words to say that's crazy. But 
This is so cool. On their their website, when you see this, it says shoes provide hope. And I love this. So hope for them stands for health, opportunity, peace, and education. And that is super powerful. And what you just said is incredible. Thank right? You. I mean that I don't even I don't have words. I mean you're gonna have to listen that. to this several times again because yeah. talking to Manny is like listening to like a constant stream of proverbs and just golden nuggets wanna... there. Just like I'm like, I can't write all these down. I wrote a couple of them down. I'm like, dang, dude, come on, man. Oh man. Like, I feel like I need to take my shoes off right now. Come on, man. We, we do that I mean, something. I mean, yeah, we, like, we got tough. TV personality, really? athletic coaches, really? everybody taking yeah. their shoes off because when you do sometimes, yeah. what I mean. If you know, like, uh, what's that guy, that country western guy, like, uh, Chesney, whatever it is that hey, does Chesney. it. There you go. He, I got to find someone that knows that, brother, because he needs to be he needs to be my spokesperson for me. Because if you're not going to be wearing shoes, then do it for kids. Billion people around the world with no shoes. That would be kind of cool. But but here's the there thing. You, go, man. you can learn more about Samaritans. You can learn more about vision. Get a copy of Soul Purpose. You can actually do that and, and, and help spread the word. I promise you, you will laugh. You will cry. It will inspire you, man. Give this to one of your teammates and give it to your family member. You know, it's, it's amazing what, you know, what the power of hope can do. It changes lives. It changes generation. But when you put that into action by you doing something, oh, man, you're living a gift that you actually yourself won't be able to actually repay. It's pretty powerful. I absolutely love this. This has been incredible. I, I you know, I want to get involved. I want to see if we can get our, fam our, our families and also our business to come over and volunteer. I think it'd be incredible. Um, one last thing before we kind of wrap this up, I want to ask you, you guys obviously are now looking in from the manufacturing side of things. You guys have a lot of partnerships. You guys have done a lot. You know, recently there's been a lot of, of I would say, shoe companies that have come out that have done really well on, you know, the internet, social media, really growing their business, buy a pair, donate a pair. Do you guys work with any specific manufacturers of shoes that are that are partnering with you that are giving a percentage of their sales back? Or is that something that you would be interested in? And the reason I say that is we work with a lot of people in the custom space. Shoes is like the new game, right? Like everybody's starting to do custom shoes. And in our world in the promotional product space, it's not so much about just making the sell, it's about making an impact. So a lot of the products that we sell now, specifically ones that we're trying to really push even more, have a give back, whether that's towards military, whether that's toward kids, whatever it really is. But everybody's trying to, to be able to create that. And I feel like that kind of maybe is the next step as well. You probably already have some, but I would challenge companies now, especially ones maybe that are in our space. Look at Samaritan's Feet. This could be a phenomenal opportunity where you could mm -hmm. give back while also being able to promote your business, but do good. So I, t is that something that you've done? Uh, we, is that something you're interested in? It's something we've done and we yeah. want more of that okay, because perfect. we don't do it enough. I've yeah. I, you mm -hmm. know, I was actually in New York with my buddy that runs Tommy John's brand and, and, and they're about to do that. They're actually going to kick up a big give back right piece as Love part it. of their stuff. And then they have a store right here at South Park Mall that we're actually going to kick up this August. But we need shoe companies. I tell people, man, I'm Switzerland, man. I work with every shoe company. <laughs> 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 you know, I so, love them all. <laughs> let's let's find He's creative. Not mad. He's I mean, not mad at all. I mean, let's find innovative, creative yeah. way where you can actually make a, create a cause based way to activate and and connect your customers and clients to a great cause. And here's a cause mm -hmm. that's been around for twenty years. That's I mean, you can go online and Google us, check us out. You know, yeah. it's it's amazing what you can do. And and it's not just a cause where you can give money. You can actually see where your money goes. Mm -hmm. You can see from locally to regionally to yeah. nationally to internationally. You can be a part of this. So we need that. 
So any connections, if you're listening, you're part of a shoe brand, you're part of an apparel company, you're part of any type of stuff. I mean, from from a bank to to like a, 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 a you know software company to to whatever it is. Let's let's do something good and let's 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 create a world with zero shoeless children. That's a problem that we can solve. Incredible. Love that, man. Incredible. I could talk to Manny for like two days. Solid. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, I love, so I, I, we mentioned a little bit about getting in touch with you. Um, if there are organizations that are corporations that want to, can they, can they call you? Can they chat directly with the man, Manny? Absolutely, All man. Right. You know, like uh, they, they can reach out to me, Manny at SamaritansFee.org. Come, I mean, go, go, go find me on social media, find me on any of those platforms. And also you can connect with our team. I mean, we have an amazing team. We have a huge gala that's actually coming up in November 12th. It's pretty right powerful. On. It's called a barefoot gala. I mean, you come out there, get dolled up, but you check your shoes out the door. It's pretty powerful. You know, like, so come, come be a part of, be a sponsor of that and, and come have some fun. But also you can raise funds. You can actually do fundraising. And we provide you the resources, the tools to help you do that. And maybe if you want to be one of our hope givers, you know, kind of our personal of the year competition, you can join and compete with people from across the country and use your platform to see who can impact the most kids. So, so you, we have something for anybody from a little kid to the CEO from like Bill Rogers at Truist, you can be a part of this. So let's do something to change the world. And on that fall gala, is there music? Oh, there will be music. Okay, is Kenny, is, so Kenny Chesney could play at that. Come on, man. Oh, yeah, you, you, you're going you to mess some people up. <laughs> <laughs> Get all these young ladies here. I mean, we won't be able to hold them back. Get ready, Kenny Chesney, and ask is going to be made. <laughs> we, we know some people in the country world. Hint, hint, you know who you are. <laughs> I think you know who's going to get might, a call. We might be reaching out to you soon to see if we can make an introduction. That would be awesome. Um, um, last question before we let you go. You mentioned your mom a lot, um, and, and you might not be able to answer this question, but what does your mom look at all of this, right? I mean, how how proud she must be of you for what you've been able to do. Um, what does that mean to you? And 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 you know, has she been able to explain that to you? You know, is that it? Just seems like I don't. I honestly don't know. What else a kid could do to make your mom more proud than what oh, you Oh, thank you Man, for right? saying that. I, you know, my, my mom is so proud of me. I remember the last time she stepped into our building, uh, she was just overwhelmed. And, um, you know, because when you realize where you've come from, um, to the fact that today I, I can pick up my phone and call presidents of countries, top CEOs, and, 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 and she just says, man, there's a God. That's all I can say, because my story can't be explained any other way. There's got to be a supernatural force of work. Uh, because I'm a kid that grew up like one of those Discovery Channel kids that you used to see. Yeah. Uh, that, that now we're talking about eradicating neglected tropical diseases within our lifetime. So if you're listening to this, mm -hmm. man, don't think you're an accident. You were here for something much greater. You were born. There was something in the heart of your creator that made you necessary. There's gifts and talents that you have That's that the world needs. So don't go die. I tell people all the time, the wealthiest place in the world is actually the cemetery. You know why? Because many people go to the grave without living their purpose. So don't be one of that. Don't make the cemetery much wealthier. My mom is such an amazing woman. I'm so blessed. Even though I complained when I was growing up, I then realized that my misery would one day be my ministry. So I'm so grateful for the fact that she yeah. showed me what was possible, that the reason why God created Scott so high, so poor boys like me can dream. I love that. Uh, That's yeah, amazing. So. We, we were at a, a, a summit last week, and one of the speakers put up a picture of a hearse with a U-Haul connected to it. And he said, this is something you'll never see. You'll never see a U-Haul connected to a hearse. And, and the reason behind it is you're not going to take materialistic things to the grave. Mm -hmm. The only thing you're taking to the grave is the impact that you made, what you did to be a better person, what type of father you were, 
Did you support others? And and you're a prime example of that. Now I will say he looks super fly right now. I mean, ah, oh, he always <laughs> does, man. Man, he always looks I mean, great. He's not taking this to the grave, but he Come does on. look fly. Come on, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, always looks great, man. Um, well, Manny, thank you so much. Like we always mention, please like, share, comment. You know, get in touch, get involved, especially if you're a Charlotte community or a Charlotte business. Excuse me. You know, this is right in our backyard, and this is a true example of making a global impact, but there's still a lot to do, right? Like, it's great for what's happened so far, but let's really work with Manny to achieve his goal. Let's work to create that trust in all of these different countries where these kids don't have that opportunity, and clearly, he is creating a pathway to support them for a lot of different arenas, whether that's diseases, whether that's vaccines, and all of that's built through trust. It's built through supporting people through Samaritan's Feet. This has been incredible. We've been doing this for five years, and you are one of the most inspirational people we've ever had on this podcast. Oh, thank you. I, it's, thank you. Um, and I'm ready to run through a wall. Oh, so you're barefoot. Awesome. I'm ready to run through a wall barefoot. <laughs> That's right. Um, you're donating your I, shoes. But I love it. And and Manny, again, thank you so much. You are you are the true definition of of the people that we want in this community that make this community great. Um, I, and I'm blessed that you call Charlotte home and I, I love it. I, yeah. I got nothing else to say. Everybody, you need to donate, go on mission trips, give, donate your shoes. I'm not going to say don't donate them to other locations, but if you know, or other organizations, but if you got shoes, let's go to Samaritan's feet. Thank so, you, man. You're yeah. Fine. Cause every, every local uh, specialty running shop in Charlotte collects shoes and they'll get to Samaritan's feet. And that is awesome as well. You know what? I actually have a few pairs. My wife literally was like, you need to get rid of some of these shoes. So I already got some coming for you. Um, and they're gently used. That's awesome. Um, that's awesome. So that's fantastic. Well, thank you, Manny. Uh, again, like I said, like, share, comment. Uh, until next time, you have been listening to this episode of the Brand Builders Podcast. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.